And we're on. And oh, we're on. Are we, on? we are on. What's this flying? This oh scares God. me. You know what? Just because I am a paranoid sister, you're gonna I'm, record it. On. I'm gonna record on my phone. Okay, let me just connect to my Zoom a little bit more. You know, we just have to make sure that it's all working for our technical side. Do you ever forget where all your apps are? <laughs> oh, I yeah. found it. <laughs> yeah, like especially the ones that I don't use that much. I'm always looking for like the notes app or the calculator. Like I, I never know where they are. Um, Come on in, guys. This is Tally the Votes, a Survivor podcast with your hosts, Jordan and Josh. Every episode, we'll be covering a single season of Survivor and offering up our take on everything from the cast to the twists and everything in between. So whether you're more of a snake or a rat, let's go back to the beach beginnings and go on the adventure. Josh. Hey Jordan, how are you, girl? Girl, I am. You know what? I'm not great. I will admit You're not that. Great. Oh. Well, you know what I've been going through physically. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're getting right into. We're it. getting yeah. right into my illness. <laughs> I I'm fine. I have joint issues that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a physio Cairo thing that yes. I'm working through. Yeah. So my Friday nights have been spent at <laughs> uh, uh, physiotherapy and the like. What else are you really going to be doing? But I'm not doing anything, so it's fine. In this economy. In this economy, I'm not doing anything. But yeah, it's been tough. My yeah. hands hurt. Is there like an official diagnosis or are they just like, you've got issues and we're going to help? I think I... I did this really silly thing where I started to work out again, mm. and I think silly. so silly. <laughs> I think I overexerted myself, yeah. and uh, what they are discovering um, as myself, a medical professional, mm. I've also discovered mm-hmm. there's built up a nerve tension in my shoulder that connects to everything is connected. You know, Meredith Gray, yeah, right here. <laughs> so my index finger, my middle finger, and my thumb are all numb and tingly. Oh my god. It's really cool. I would not be a fan of that. Mm-hmm. I don't envy you. No, I don't envy no. me either. So it's been tough. Uh, the nights are harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how are the mornings? <laughs> even worse. They're like, you know me, like, when I, I everything for me is like trying to, get somebody to laugh so when I was with the doctor yeah. or the, the <laughs> chiropractor she was like so what is going on I was like you know in the morning it's I feel like a pregnant woman going to the bathroom <laughs> like I'm waddling and my feet hurt and I'm making noises and then mm-hmm. at night I'm just screaming bloody murder and she's like that doesn't sound great I was like no like I'm actually fine it's yeah. just like this is my this official is my, this is my comedy club <laughs> I'm practicing some jokes on you yeah and her face was like now's not the time <laughs> she's like sir this is serious <laughs> Get so, on the table. Yeah. So I have a few... They said it's about a three to four weeks till I can feel a bit better. I, I To sum up, don't work out. It's not worth it's it. It's overrated. Yeah. It's not good. It's... Our friend... I don't know if he's listening. Steve Venner tweeted that Buffy image of... Uh, from Buffy's... Oh, the body. The body yeah. episode. Yeah. And it's like, why does my back hurt when we've been sitting on the couch for seven months working? Mm-hmm. Because my whole mindset was like, we're going to go back. We're going to go back. I don't need a desk. Yeah. I don't want to spend money I'm on I'm good. A desk. I'm good on this chair. Cut, Cut to, to 
I'm at physio with yeah. chiro- <laughs> a chiropractor every week. I still remember there was one time where a coworker took like a selfie for Instagram a couple of years. Like, this is like 2018. Uh, it was in the office. He took like a selfie for Instagram, posted it. And then I saw it later and I was in the background and the shape that my back was in and it's like natural <laughs> position was like horrific. It was like the exorcism of Emily Rose, like bent, like... I just, I don't know how someone could maintain that terrible of posture. I am currently doing it right now, but I, I know I've always been a soucher. And then mm-hmm. at my first physio appointment, the fact that this is what I'm talking about at 30 years old. <laughs> come on in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> come on into the, my life of my hell. hell. She put on, like, body tape for me. So, like, not like this. Like, detox, uh, <laughs> that silver runway yeah. tape. Yeah, literally. She put it on my chest and my back to like lift my blades and mm-hmm. my chest i literally don't know anything that i'm saying so that i could sleep properly oh. and she's like how do you sleep and i'm like i literally sleep like in contortion i close like my this. eyes i close my eyes and I end up like this <laughs> and she's like okay it'd be great if you slept on your back so then i had the body tape on me for a day and a half and when she put it on she's like just a heads up it does rip off skin Ooh. and i was like okay loves that so then, like, Sashin had to help me, like, a 85-year-old yeah. woman in the, the shower taking the tape off. Oh. Did it take off skin? Yeah, it actually, oh. like, chafed. Oh. Words that I don't like for, yeah. For me or yeah. you. Chafed. So, being 30's been good. <laughs> You're having an amazing time, and yeah. I love I that. I love it. How um, are you? Well, I'm not in any body pain <laughs> right now, which is great. I got my flu shot yesterday. Everyone get their flu shots. I know. Try. Try and get them. You went to Shoppers Drug Mart, right? Yes, I went to the pharmacy. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Honestly, I don't like needles. I'm really not a fan. But a little pinch and I was out. I'm fine with needles. I really don't like them and I don't want to see them. It's hard. Mm -hmm. I had one of the chiropractor appointments. She put... um, Oh, like acupuncture? Needles in my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And then she wanted to put it in uh, like below my elbow, my Mm -hmm. forearm. And then I told her how to do her That's, job. Yeah. I said, actually, I'm okay. I think it's going to hurt really yeah. bad. And she's like, no, it'll be fine. I'm like... Harder. Actually, I'm okay. But I'm fine you with... You don't have to. I've always been fine with needles. I don't know. Like, I'm getting better, but I guess there's the one rogue needle that comes out of nowhere and you're like, ow, Fuck. you are a bad person. Yeah. You're mean. Yeah. Luckily, this person was not mean at all. That's but yeah, funny. so I'm just kind of riding that wave of like temporary flu side effects right now she's like so you're gonna feel very fatigued and maybe a little bit feverish over the next couple of days but that'll pass perfect so i'm just you know sweating (laughs) i'm good (laughs) um so we can get kind of into it we can kind of get into it because as we teased in weeks prior we have another special guest today. We do. Uh, she is joining us mm-hmm. um, through her own means today, through the computer. Mm. We have our dear, beloved, several times mentioned co-host. She's an astrologer. <laughs> she is a poet. And she is a survivor. Alumni. <laughs> Alumni. Sarah Gahari. Hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. <laughs> And thanks for listening today, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. No, yeah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? So good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I did kind of just want to touch on the needles. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Touch on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, um, like you, Josh. Prick us, prick us if you may. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I 
hate needles. Wow. Okay, welcome to my team. It's um, very yeah, divisive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a needle gal. I don't know. Like, I just, like, have a very, very low pain tolerance mm. um, to the point where I also got acupuncture in my face. <gasps> so, so basically, Why? so my chiropractor and I, great friends. I worked with her at one point. Like, I worked for her at one point, okay. actually. Um great girl and so she was starting she did this course on like I guess more like cosmetic kind of acupuncture where it's like in when they do it in your face like like, yeah yeah, like collagen stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I was like sure make me look younger like I I already look pretty young you're literally a baby yeah I have a baby face but I'm like you know what if I could make sure that the wrinkles stay further (laughs) away from me I'll try sure why not um, and you know, they always say acupuncture needles, they're so thin, you don't even feel them, whatever. I felt everything. Mm. I felt it. It was not comfortable for me. It hurt. Well, your face and is such thin skin area. Yeah. No, but you're not supposed to feel it. For sure. How yeah. many needles? Like all over my face. <gasps> yeah. I only got four in my shoulder and more or less didn't feel them, but there are the ones that are like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you why inside are... of me staying there? Something Take is wrong. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And I don't know. Also, like, I don't know if you can tell, but you can see my veins yeah. in my arms pretty clearly. Beautiful. And you think you'd be able to take blood easily. But, like, you can't. You mm-hmm. can't find a needle when time comes. Needle. Vein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the time comes, you cannot find a vein. And so pe- they just stab me and stab me. Until a vein, they try everywhere, like my mm. forearms, both elbows, until I'm finally like, guys, it's the hand. Mm-hmm. I told you at the beginning, take it from my hand, and I know you think you're the professional and you can but get I, it from I my know elbow. My body. But I'm telling you, from years of experience, you cannot get it from the inside of my elbow. You gotta get it from, from my, my hand. hand. Yeah. <laughs> and afterwards, I always apologize for poking me. I hear so, so many, many horror times. stories like that of like yeah. people who like struggle to find the vein yeah. I guess and it just sounds like something that I never want to put myself in yeah well I'm oh. happy that your veins are you know Thriving. I guess they're okay they're out yeah and doctors <laughs> the veins are out yeah, yeah. <laughs> are able to get at them quite easily mm-hmm. I've always I find there are two types of people that either are very fearful of the dentist are very fearful of the doctor mm. in terms of like mm. maybe some childhood trauma that like mm going through the doctor was just scary and stuff like that like I've always been I love the dentist last time I went not to brag or anything but they did say I was a really good patient (laughs) (laughs) and I did get a lollipop at the end but the doctor just my immediate when I've been treating this like body aches that I'm dealing Mm -hmm. with right now they I got a blood test or whatever they wanted me to and they were like just like precautions and I was like it's it's serious, isn't it? I'm dying. Yeah, and she, the, the physio lady was like, why are you going just straight to that? I was like, I only know fear. Yeah. yeah. I live in fear. Oh, I think part of it is like, talking. yeah, just I'm so afraid of getting the bad news. Like, yeah. I'm just so afraid of them just delivering something. This is something. such a grim episode. <laughs> it is, but you know what? It's almost Halloween, so might as well just <laughs> lean into the doom of it all. But no, I yeah, I, that's the reason why I don't like going to the dentist especially, because I don't want someone to say like, ooh. See, I'm good because I get that. I don't yeah. want the cavity mm-hmm. experience or whatever, and I have a bit of a sweet tooth. Cavity experience. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want the thrills and joys of yeah. having a cavity. No. 
But I love just closing my eyes. And my dentist I've had since I was a kid, and he always says, hey, Adam, how are you? He's yeah. my brother. And I'm like, it's Jordan. My name. <laughs> like, you have the files. It's weird. <laughs> and then he's like, do you still play soccer? That's what Again. my brother did. I was like, uh-huh. Oh, you're the gay one. Yeah. I was like, let's mm. just fast forward to where you need yeah. to be, <laughs> you know? Um, and then the last time I was there, um, I was wearing shorts, and I had my tattoo showing, which mm-hmm. is my Kelly Clarkson lyric. And the... The nurse or the assistant, the dental assistant, was like, "That's a stunning tattoo," and I was like, "It's a font and a lyric, but thank yeah. you so much." I'll take credit. So overall, it's a great experience for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't like the noise no. of the tools yeah. going at it on my teeth, like in in my ear. I get that. And trying to watch CP twenty four in front of me, <laughs> yeah. and I have the noise of the drill, and then the dental assistant asking me how my life is, and I'm like, I can't talk. They set you up for failure. Yeah, they, this experience is not good. They love to have a conversation, they love and it. I'm like, now literally is not the time mm-hmm. or, i'm like drooling down my face like yeah. i haven't closed my mouth in 20 minutes yeah yeah your mouth is sliding and you're like that's why i love season seven of real housewives <laughs> of new york um anyway well that's a great experience for yeah, everybody yeah. across the board yeah like mm-hmm. needles mm-hmm. um so before we really get into it today i know I think I have some personal housekeeping notes I just want to touch upon. Touch, like, touch on them. What we always talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in the midst of a Real Housewives iconic season. So good. This Potomac season. Potomac. And we're going to do it quickly. Gahari, don't worry. Don't worry. No, no, no. Gahari just logs right off. I have, right my, I have my coffee. Coffee. <laughs> coffee. Um... The last time we recorded, we did talk about the Monique and Candace yes, fight. Yes, yeah. The fight had happened. Yes. Yeah. We were getting kind of just right after the tail end of the fight, I think. And then we've now since seen the bottle episode that all took mm-hmm. place at Karen's house discussing the fight. Yeah. And then Karen's hometown mm-hmm. parade tour. Yeah. Where are you in all this? <sighs> I am on, like, like I'm not on a, either team, I don't think. I'm just enjoying the whole thing from everyone. As a, as a Real Housewives production. As a whole, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I was talking to you. I love Karen Huger. I think she is like a top 10, if not like top housewife right now. Like the other girls aren't doing it like she is, I think, yeah. for me. She's funny. She she studied that, the book. She Yeah, she knows exactly what she's doing. And she had that great vulnerable episode with her hometown. I thought that was wonderful. Shed a tear with her for her. It really is, like, the cast as a whole is so phenomenal, and I say that fully making fun of Monique and her 5G ways. Yeah. But I don't want her to leave the show, either. No. No. I think I've never seen it, I've never, I have not in a long time seen a cast like this that's Mm -hmm. firing on all cylinders. So many cylinders. Even, everybody talks about this, but even Robin, who's mostly the palate cleanser and the Mm -hmm. boring one, boring in quotation marks, like... When she described, like, the velocity on the table of the wine falling yeah. and flying and, like, her dressing up uh, in her wig and her outfit for I her husband. so much appreciation that in that one episode, you went from a scene of Robin, like, confessing that she basically owes $100,000 of taxes. <laughs> yeah. And then the next scene, she shows up in a wig calling herself Tatiana. And I was like, this is just all over the map and I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's it's been a wild ride. I... Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see 
Because we still have the Portugal trip coming out. We do, yeah. We still have the husbands who apparently get into an altercation. Men fighting. Men fighting. Yeah. Which is not my forte, but I will Mm -hmm. watch. Mm -hmm. Um, And then eventually the reunion, which will be insane. I just wonder. I'm so excited for the reunion. I wonder if it'll be like this over Zoom or if it'll be in person. Like New York? Pardon me? Like New York. Yeah, which I'm fine with because I actually, I said this, I... I didn't hate the New York reunion no. in terms of production yeah. for a COVID situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with such an iconic season at hand, something yeah. bigger might have to happen than having them all on screen. Yeah, I agree. Um, Where are you with uh, Dr. Wendy, by the way? Let's do a, a mid-season check-in for our newbie, Wendy. Well, let's check in with the doctor. Mm. I think on terms of a performance of a Housewives, she has showed up to every single scene, more or less. Her mm-hmm. confessionals are lit. Yep. She is giving us looks. She's giving us... She's kind of seeing both sides of the aisle in terms of Candace and Monique. More mm-hmm. so she is. Obviously, Team Candace. Um, I enjoy her. I don't think she's getting the fervor that was around Garcelle or Leah from yeah. New York or Beverly Hills. And that's fine. I think you said something that like she fits in even though she clearly doesn't fit in. Yeah. yeah. like She is doing a great job considering that she doesn't feel the most like organic, organic with the group but that I think that's only just because there's so many things happening for this group that it's kind of hard to kind of just show up and inject yourself into the action if yeah. it doesn't really involve you especially no and w- this is a different side note you know who we're standing Candace Ash- oh my god yeah uh, yeah well I love Candace and I will mm-hmm. always love I love them all mm-hmm. but Ashley has Ashley. become I don't know how I used to dislike her. hate Ashley, but I've always been on to her. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, you have written your plots for the next five seasons. Like, you know exactly where you're going with this. This is completely produced on your part. It's not genuine. I don't know. I still kind of think that, but I respect it so much. And well, I like now it. she knew that we knew, yeah. and she has played the, it's the very, game on us. Yeah. It's very, yeah. She turned the tables. As Adele sang. Yeah. Um, so that's the Potomac note. Yeah. Um, because Gahari is recording with us today, we can, if anybody really, very quickly, because it's a piece of shit of a season, Big Brother Final 3. Oh my god. Or Final 4, whatever the fuck is happening. I'm not watching. Me neither. Same. Okay, so then we'll skip it. On to the next subject. <laughs> um, we are going to introduce a new topic today. Mm-hmm. Well, not really a topic. I thought it would be funny that... Not funny. It'd be yeah. a great idea... <laughs> Since Josh does keep up with so many Survivor contestants mm-hmm. through social and, and whatnot, and there is no new season this year, obviously, nope. that Josh can give us every episode kind of a rundown of like... The, the ongoings of, yeah. of what's happening in the lives of certain survivors. So what's going on? You know what? Like, <laughs> I will say that Entertainment Weekly has been doing this great thing every day. Dalton Ross is posting like an interview with a bunch of past contestants of the show, and one goes up pretty much every day during the week. And so it's been a nice way of kind of seeing um, where people are now, especially if they haven't played for a long time, what regrets they might have had in the game, if they would play again. Uh, And there were a few from the season that we're talking about today that were interesting, just kind of seeing where they went on to in their life. Like Sierra, she owns a winery in Australia now, which is like good for her. Uh-huh. That is, wait, so you got that from the interview? Yeah, because oh, they have to like update via her Instagram. Mm-mm. Mm. No, but okay. on the subject of Instagram, because I do so much creeping, yeah. I was telling Jordan the other day that um, 
I don't know how I even got to her profile, but Sierra uh, Easton, I think, from Blood vs. Water yes. and Game Cha- uh, Second Chances. Um, in the show, like, I actually liked Sierra. And I was like, yeah, yeah, girl, we love yeah. you. In real life, she's, like, very much a uh, MAGA girl, like, Trump-supporting. No. Yeah. So no. she posted a photo the other day with, like, a MAGA hat on. And I was like, oh, this There's isn't no a good way. look. There's no way. There is way. And I <laughs> was so angry that I reported it to Instagram. <laughs> I was just Same. like, you know what? There's Nothing's going to happen from this, but I'm so mad at you right now that I'm reporting it. <laughs> so I, I did. And also, she did not... She No, yeah. she has not given off that vibe it's, on her seasons. Yeah, it's because I guess she and her mom are very, like, very religious. You'll see her mom she in the next season. She was a teen mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah. But I mean, like, that's very frowned upon. It's just in the so Christian community. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. What? So that's like the major update I think that I've come across in my yeah. findings lately. Everyone else seems to be behaving uh, as I would expect, but Sierra disappointed me. That's a wild um, uh, that's a revelation. Wild yeah, yeah, you guys. Yeah. It's a Inst- hot topic. Instagram did not take it down. They told me they were like, we checked, we looked into your report, and nothing was found to be like bad. <laughs> oh my God. Instagram and is I was also like, a mm. Trump supporter. Yeah, well, I was my other note that I had, which is in addition to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. My beloved Bethany Frankel has a podcast. Oh yes. Uh huh. Ooh. And the most recent episode, she opens with this. Every episode, she opens with a monologue <laughs> of like her rants. Mm-hmm. And the most recent episode, which was obviously recorded in August, was about the WAP. the WAP song, yeah. WAP song with Megan Thee Stallion right. and uh, Cardi right. B. So <laughs> Bethany, in the most Bethany way, was like, "Oh, my boyfriend last night showed me this song, WAP 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 WAP. I don't know what it's called, and they're." Lyrics such as this and that, and Megan's verse is amazing, and Cardi's so funny, and I love her, but, you know, maybe I am more conservative than people thought, but this song is really vulgar, and what am I supposed to say to my daughter? And she goes on this whole mother tirade about, like, the lyrics and all this shit, and TikTok, and whatever. So then, she puts up an infographic on her personal IG account about her quote about the Cardi thing, and the fucking comments were like very divisive comments there's obviously very conservative people that follow her yeah housewives audience is very like bethany like gay people or like conservative people conservative women watching and it's people being like thank you for saying this i don't know what i had to say to my daughter about the song blah 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 and then people being like bethany this is such a like terrible take Mm -hmm. and then i was sitting there reading the really conservative comments and reporting them too and being like i hate this yeah (laughs) And I'm not one to comment on celebrities' Instagrams unless no. it's, like, Kelly Clarkson and I'm just calling her queen or yeah. whatever. <laughs> but I'm, like, I almost said to Bethany, I'm like, for someone so self-aware, this take is so it's, dated and yeah. so... It's very, like, Ramona, which she would hate it to It was be. the most Ramona yeah. take. And it's... not To quote Ramona, she's not supporting other women. And it just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. And then she's doubling down in the comments being, like... No, trust me, I understand what the song means. That doesn't mean da-da-da-da-da. And then she went back days later and posted a comment being like, this thread is fire emoji. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate the conversation that's happening in here. Do you guys you? you guys can call me Karen and whatever low-hanging fruit yeah. names you want. And I was like, B, like, yeah. for someone who is beloved for being, like, a commentator and aware <laughs> and, like, progressive and supportive and all that she at times is like 
This is when she's the worst. I mean, you kind of saw that in the iconic Berkshires fight with Luann, where part of it oh, did have like a slut shaming. Her the whole time. Yeah. Well, fuck. She. Thank you for saying that because in the podcast she goes, you know, there's this. I think it started in the '90s with Samantha on Sex in the City. This whole liberation of women being sexual and owning this and that, and that's amazing. And I was like. Kim Cattrall as Samantha didn't start the sexual liberation movement. <laughs> she threw the first brick. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And yeah. I was so annoyed. And I need someone on her team to tell her who's actually mm-hmm. listening to the podcast because I don't need her to... Yeah, we know you're out there. To tell her that, like, I don't need you interviewing the owner of, like, UFC no. and, like, that shit. <laughs> no. And then being so dismissive in your opening about, like, a rap song. Anyway, that is my mm. rant for today. That's a good one. I mean, even then, I just, I don't think I've ever, when I was a kid, I don't think my mom ever talked to me about no. vulgarity in any sense. In media. Mm-hmm. In media, in songs. I mean, if you think of, like, the very explicit lyrics that, like, male rappers have. For yeah. sure. Even, like, Eminem talked about, like, beating women. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, like... Which is not okay, of, but mm-hmm. it's, like, that is the... But nobody... Nobody thought that that was very explicit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, what am I going to tell There wasn't kids? the sexist argument yeah. around it. No. But it's, like, I just think that that's wild. And your kids aren't going to listen to you anyway. But anyways. trust me, if your kids are 10 now and they have a phone, absolutely, they're not going to listen to you. And the shit they're fucking seeing on that I know. phone... Yeah. Listen, my family computer was in my bedroom. And that's all I'll oh, say about no. that. Your, fam- your family Like the house computer. Was in your bedroom. Was in my bedroom that as a so... kid growing up. That Why? is something. Because my parents are literally tech unsavvy. They don't know how to use computers or, or anything like mm-hmm. that. They just know how to use their phones. And that, even then, is a stretch. So I, we were, this is like a Pen15 episode, but mm-hmm. we were like coming up in the era of like the millennium and yeah. the turn of the century yes. and like the internet and all that stuff. And I was like, guys, we need a computer. Let's put it in my room. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so we did. And then it was like the early aughts of LimeWire and like Nasty. downloading yes. all that. And uh. like 11, 12 year old me was like, yeah. boobs Let me at just the time. Google boobs. porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Porn. Oh my gosh. LimeWire was porn central. Other than, you know, obviously trying to find your MP3. <laughs> <laughs> that and like me downloading like. Kelly's season one yeah. idol performances to memorize in my yeah. bedroom. <laughs> there oh my was gosh. one time I was so curious. I was like 11 or 12 and it was like you like when you searched boobs but for me I just typed in <laughs> dick. Um, no, I got there eventually but I started I just went to sexpositions.com Oh my goodness. And nothing was really there. It was like it was a shady URL but it was just like okay nothing's here. I thought it was going to be informative or whatever and then later on that night my mom was like on the computer and she starts typing in like a a website and you Saturday know how it auto predicts yeah. she was like Joshua and I like had to come downstairs from my room and I was like I don't know I don't know how that got there it, it was, was so embarrassing sexpositions.com but it's like especially now the yeah. kids are gonna find it and they'll figure yeah. it out that's what you're supposed to do as a teenager like yeah. I remember the 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 open mouth like uh, offense that the Britney Madonna Christina performance mm. had right. and I remember going to school the next day vividly and we were in the playground and all the straight guys or yeah. kids at the time were like oh my god did you see that performance last night oh. like that w- no it was more like ew like that was gross oh. and I was like guys those queens that- killed it yeah. it was iconic <laughs> that was great but that was like like 
I'm sure my mom inadvertently would have been preferred yeah. me to not see it, but the yeah. effect it had on me was so much different and was so mm-hmm. uh, an eye-opening moment for me to be like, I stand. Yeah. This What's going on here? I feel something. Um, anyway, so to wrap up that <laughs> and to move on to Survivor Token Jeans Season jeans. 18. Wow. I know. Wow. We're here. So it the, took you a while, but you guys are <laughs> Yeah. We are fully aware that we have slowed down a little bit in how much we're watching. Wow. But we do have a lot of things that we're watching. Where I am, uh, all the burners on my stove are currently occupado. Yeah. And the microwave occupado. is also being used. Like, mm. Buffy rewatch. Horror movies. Horror movies. Bus, Everything. train, yeah. club. Another club. Bus. Like, how do you watch so many things at once like how i just this is how does how do you she, just like you finish one episode and then you move on to a completely it's, different yeah. show well like i thank you for asking that You're question welcome. <laughs> and josh can speak to his experience mm-hmm. but like for me so i segment everything as like moods so like buffy for me is like nighttime mm-hmm. so okay. like 10 on is like i rewatch my buffy it yeah. gets me in the mood and I'm like middle of season five, and I started in September. I'm so proud of myself because oh I thought and it was gonna be a lot. Six, six episodes, six seasons, seven seasons, seven but seasons. 20, they're the full twenty-two yeah. episode order. Wow, yeah. yeah, you've gotten through a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, it, yeah, it's my nighttime kind of ritual, in addition to like watching everything else during yeah. the day, and then like um, Golden Girls is like Golden Girls. Me and Sasha. That's our show at night. And then, like, I'm not really... Below Deck. Below Deck. Yeah. Potomac. Oh, my goodness. So, like, some things are one episode stuff, and Mm -hmm. then other things are, like, I'm going to sit there for a chunk of time. Yeah. But me and Sasha did get into a conversation this week, because he's not like me. You guys know this, obviously. But, like, (laughs) if you ask him if he's watched this movie, sometimes it's a no, or, like, this and that. And he's like, I just can't sit there for that long and watch that much TV. And I was like can't relate challenge accepted that's all yeah. I know how to yeah, do yeah. That's, mm-hmm. all, that's all I can do that's all I ever all will I am. do so Survivor does yeah. get a little lost sometimes mm-hmm. I know it's it's yes. more my homework than yeah. it, the, it's become and a it's, homework it's, it's very repetitive too mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. like every season I mean sure it's different people but like but the, it visually the it's, concept yeah. is, is the, the same. same yeah so it's very I don't I don't know how I binged 11 <laughs> seasons back to back. Yeah. I don't know how we're at 18. We're at 18. How do you do it? Uh, it's kind of like you. I, it really does depend on the mood. Typically, I'll put Survivor on during the day slash as I'm finishing work. So that way I can kind of pay attention while also not feeling pressure to sit in front of the TV and like take right. notes and everything. And then at night, it's very much like, especially now, like, let me watch something spooky. Let me watch a few episodes of Below Deck. It really does depend on the mood. Yeah. But it's hard. You can't just, like, seamlessly flow from one to the other, I think, for me. I have to really mentally get myself prepared. Prepared. To take everything in. Yeah. yeah. And now I've been, I completed my Halloween Town rewatch. Oh. Right. <laughs> yep. And I still, I haven't watched Halloween Town yet. I, I never... thought you did. You tweeted it. I said Twitches. Oh, I watched that already. Yeah. I watched Twitches and then I just watched Hocus Pocus with Gabe. He had never seen <gasps> it. And I was like. Gabe showed out. Gabe showed hey, out. Gabe. I was like, excuse me. How have you never seen Hocus Pocus? Mm-hmm. Like, this is the best Halloween movie 
to watch every year. So we watched it, wow. and he wow. also like understands that I like it because like the witch's humor is like my kind of humor. Mm-hmm. Like my kind of humor is very much Hades from Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Very, <laughs> very specific. But anything Hades says in Hercules, I'm laughing. Like I think Hades is hilarious. So <laughs> I think the witches. <laughs> What what a connection! (laughs) Like I don't know, it's very similar humor, and like he doesn't find it funny, but he's like, "Oh, you like silly humor." Like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I would say it's above ground humor. It's actually quite smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's witty. Yeah, yeah. Give credit. And it has like a little bit of like quirk to it with like their facial expressions and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I love it. But it's such yeah, a, an so interesting thing to know about season. you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hades from Hercules, my icon. Oh my god. Yeah. I kind of love that. Do you? Um, yeah. Thank you. I want to know, taking it back to Survivor, this season, I think you told me that this is like your favorite season, right? I thought it was. You <laughs> thought? Oh. <laughs> so, no, because I had seen Token Cheese live yeah. while it was on and mm-hmm. I loved it mm-hmm. but I also loved JT I had such a crush on him when it was a thing yeah. um, and I remember like a few years back I had also rewatched it and loved it but I hadn't seen it yeah. in I would say like at minimum four years I haven't seen it mm-hmm. and so watching it again I'm obviously a completely different person now than yeah. I was four years ago <laughs> so I still enjoyed it I really liked it yeah. but I didn't love it like I remembered mm-hmm. loving, loving it. it well did, yeah well it's also that's what happens when you revisit stuff from your teens or earlier part of your life yeah. where you go I back and you're my teens, yeah, yeah but your your attachment to it is very different mm-hmm. and you look back and you're like I understand why I liked it, but yeah. now I can see this through a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And right. you've also been watching more seasons in addition to it, yeah. or yes. rewatching stuff. Yeah. yeah, one season that I went back to during COVID, and I still enjoy just as much, but it's a season that gets ragged on in the community. Everyone rates it as one of the worst seasons, is Nicaragua. I actually like Nicaragua. Thank you! Yeah. I think it is so fun. It is at the like bottom of everyone's lists Everyone all the time. Everyone hates it. Everyone hates it. I don't it. understand... Well, I, I understand why, but I personally don't think it's that terrible. I don't think it's that terrible either. And, no. like, I wondered, because I had read lists before I went back to my rewatch, mm-hmm. so I'm like... Oh God! Like maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I remember yeah. really liking it, and when I went back to rewatch it, I'm like, no, no, I still really like it. I don't know mm-hmm. what everyone's talking about. When you watch, I'll have. I'm curious to see. Yeah, I'm curious to know what you'll think of Nicaragua. What season is that? Twenty one. So we're oh, coming up right to after those. Heroes and Villains. Well, yeah. maybe it's. I'm saying this without ever not watching it at all, but it came right after Heroes vs. Yeah. Villains, so it's a little hard to. In a lot of people's minds, that yeah. is uh, considered the best season. Yeah, inarguably. Yeah. And then to have the season that falls after obviously be not as the same mm-hmm. caliber. Yeah. But I, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's so good. And like my favorite phrase ever, iconic, comes out of that season um, where Benry in the voting booth calls, um, I forget her name. Alina. Alina calls her a 100% grade A dirt squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> And I... You say dirt squirrel I, all the time. Because of that, oh I'm like, dirt God. squirrel, that is genius. I love that. I'm using that. Yeah. And I've been using dirt squirrel ever since. That makes Thank perfect you, sense to me. <laughs> yeah. So you'll see that and you'll understand. I feel like I'm learning so much about you today. I learned so much about you last time you were here and I'm now picking up 
even more on what? Sarah. Be- because I like dirt squirrel. Hades and Nicaragua and that you say dirt squirrel a lot. I call people dirt squirrel. Actually, but I Noted. don't call it as like maliciously no. as Benry did. Yeah. And one time I called my friend Jessie a dirt squirrel <laughs> and she got so mad. She's like, never call me that. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh. Jesse, it's a joke. Obviously, you haven't watched season 20 yeah. of Survivor. Obviously, you don't get my humor. <laughs> my Survivor-based yeah. humor. And, like, yeah, so that's, like, the one thing. You can call her anything else. Yeah. Like, you can call her a bitch if you want, and she'll be fine. Call her a dirt squirrel, and she's going to throw you off the balcony. Mm-hmm. No idea why. Jesse snapped. Yeah, she really hates being called a dirt squirrel. Sorry, Jesse. Sorry, Jesse. Publicly apologizing. Yeah, it's on record here. She's not going to listen. No. No. (laughs) Um, I kind of went into this season with not tempered expectations, but like one, just exhaustion from the survivor of it all. Yeah. But also like, I didn't know what to expect, really. I've never heard of it Mm -hmm. this season particularly. But then watching it. And I said this at the end of the last podcast because you told me who was in it or I had yeah. started at that point. I saw Coach and <laughs> that really took me right out of it immediately. Mm-hmm. And it is a season that hinges directly on his narrative. And mm-hmm. for me, it's maybe the one moment, one of the few moments now within the 18 seasons we've watched that feels, and maybe this is wrong, you guys can correct me, a little production heavy that like, we found this kooky character, character yeah. and let's drive him the oh. fucking into the ground. He ran with it, yeah. yeah. And I get it. I was trying to think of what was happening in pop culture at the time that kind of like led to his casting, and I can't really point to anything. No. Yeah. I think they just wanted someone to add to the Rob, the Sandra, yeah. the Parvati, the, the, the lore, but he is so far from what I think of as Survivor. Yeah. Well, none of it's real. My, what is it? I don't is even know. Real? I think that's genuinely him. Hold on. It's real in a way that is so stupid. It doesn't make... Like, yeah. that is who he is. Yeah. But it's it's not authentic. Like, it's a far... It's like a, like a wall. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My friend yeah. Cam, he's watching the season now as well. So he texted me and he said that uh, Coach is like the Dwight Schrute of the yeah. cast. I personally have never really watched The Office like everyone else did, but I know no. who he's talking about. Okay. It's just, it's a zaniness that is authentic to him, but like, I question how real. I don't even, but I don't know. absolutely yeah. ridiculous See, to everybody yeah. else. Totally. Yeah. So there is that line of like, sorry, what I meant, I started and we got right into coach. It, it For me, he hinders the season, but then towards the end, it becomes such a different season once mm-hmm. his narrative is removed. And you see the chess pieces that are working around him. Mm-hmm. So it's such a wildly cast season. Like mm-hmm. everyone is so uneven in their personalities. Yeah. But it's so fun, which I did not expect. By yeah. the end, it becomes really fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good lightness to it where it, I think it's always been a season for me that's been good, but it's neither overrated or underrated. But people tend to kind of forget about it for mm-hmm. those reasons. Yeah. But that being said, you still have so many, like, big Survivor characters who come back in later years. Like, Coach, there's Tyson, JT comes back two more times, Steven Steven comes back. Mm -hmm. Well, JT comes back, so I only knew JT from Heroes vs. Villains, Mm -hmm. and he has a terrible season Mm -hmm. there. This is his best season. He never has another good season. Oh, he comes back after Heroes vs. Villains. Yeah. 
See, JT in a regular season, I think, would have floundered. But because this cast was such a disarray of people, Mm -hmm. he somehow was able to... One, he was a comp beast. Mm -hmm. But look whose competition was. Like, Steven and Coach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As soon as they got Tyson out, he, Mm -hmm. you know, ran with it. Debbie was, like, a main threat for immunity. (laughs) Literally, Debbie. Okay, sure, yeah. Because none of the other women were really competitive, and none of the other men really were, except for Tyson. And they fucking got Tyson out when they needed to get Tyson out. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. was the best move. He would have ran with it otherwise. He would have been... I, I. He would have won. He would have, because yeah. he would have won immunity every time. And I mean, like, I, I'm not going to spoil any other seasons, but there are other seasons where, like, there have been Tyson-type people yeah. mm-hmm. that just win back-to-back immunity, and that's how they get to the end, because they were never able to vote that person out. Yeah. And they end up, like, winning or getting second. You know what I mean? Because... You, they dominated in that section, and a lot of people value um, winning competitions as being yeah. a good player, which I don't, I don't get it. agree well, with. We all we are continue yeah, to have this yeah. conversation. That's just one yeah. aspect of yeah. the game, mm-hmm. but you're talking about. But Tyson was a terrible right? social player. Oh my god. He he was only be, but the thing about Tyson is he at least learns from his mistakes. mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like he grows with each season that he's on I feel like and like not necessarily like him as a person I, although I do think him as a person has grown when it was at war I think was like a different sort of Tyson yes yeah. you see he him as a family yeah. man you see him crying like him with his kids yes. and his wife and you're like okay you are not the same Tyson as you were on mm-hmm. token jeans um but even like the way like exactly he didn't have much of a social game he mm-hmm. was like very Arrogant. He was. Yeah. So there was a lot of conflating male egos I found this season. Yes. Yeah. So we had Coach who was in his own world, obviously, Mm -hmm. and was a production favorite as a joke. Yeah. We had Steven who was coming into his own as someone who had never camped Mm -hmm. and took this as an opportunity to kind of jump. Mm -hmm. And then we had Tyson who went into the game knowing the game, knowing what he wanted to play. And. Uh, got outsit at the time he should have, which is also interesting because I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, we're in a run of seasons where this kind of thing happened a few times where people got out the right person at the right time. Yeah, I think yeah. so. There's definitely... Yeah, next season I question that, but... For sure. I think... Well, we know that one. Many, yeah. And then there's, like, Brendan, who, oh let's say it now, oh, yeah. don't get so me, hot. Don't get me... Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, that's my only note on Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would. I mean, sure. He's, yeah. he's an attractive male. He's probably the most he's, attractive. He's also dumb. Listen, this <laughs> my, is, um, <laughs> my bedroom is not a place for intelligence. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What were you going to say? I am going to say, like, my biggest criticism of the season, I think, was how so many people fawned over JT in yeah. ways that I couldn't relate to. And a big part of that was Brendan, who apparently went from having this kind of interesting... Um, cross-tribal alliance yeah. with Taj pre-merge. They kind of set up this interesting thing you never really saw before on the show where yes. I have someone on my tribe, you have someone on yours. Together, we oh, that was so interesting. Yeah. Then we come to the merge and then all of a sudden Brendan's game just becomes I love JT and I want JT to win. Which yeah. I think is the stupidest thing that I've seen on this show in since like Eric gave up his immunity. I think that's so 
weird. Well, that's to me. great because JT comes back for Heroes vs. Villains and recoups that oh stupidity my God. thing. Yeah. It's just like, I don't understand how someone could just immediately give up their game and say, nope, I want that person to win. It was a bit bizarre because everyone loved him and you saw JT mm-hmm. JT everyone in their confessionals at one point or another had mentioned how great JT is how he's such a great guy they trust him so much whether it be coach whether it be Brendan Taj Steven literally everybody mm-hmm. mentioned how great and that's kudos to JT yeah. for that social that game. I didn't yeah. see it I didn't, I didn't see, see it, it. No. <laughs> that was behind the scenes I Something wasn't was <laughs> But, like, I mean, you do kind of see it, but not enough to, like, warrant their reactions. No. Like, not enough to be like, okay, yeah, I, I want... I see what I you're understand. Saying. I understand why you would want to give up your yeah. game and a million dollars for this random person. Sure. Well... I didn't see that. And I didn't see it at all either, and I think... I think he got a heavy fucking edit, JT, so yeah. there was other stuff going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he was just, quote-unquote... A nice southern, good old southern boy, good old southern boy <laughs> yeah. who, like Debbie, was also beloved, and she was noted as the nicest person at camp, and everyone loved her. I Wait, it. I don't see it for me. I don't see it either. Oh no, that's the one I'm talking about, right? Debbie's Debbie like the specific. shrill, like principal who cried oh, and yeah. got in fights with Sierra. Yes, but there is a note that everyone was like, everyone. Yeah, I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, for me, it's Taj who I mm. fell in love with, right. mm-hmm. who was a queen. I'm sad that she didn't come back. Yeah. Another one who... I'm curious why she hasn't come back. Taj is someone who I think got a great edit for the merge, especially with this whole Exile Island thing. But all of a sudden after the merge, it kind of felt like she was just like a secondary Mm -hmm. player. But I love her as a person. Yeah. She fell second to Steven and JT. Yeah. And I blame like the editing as well for that, just because they kind of built her up in the beginning stages of the game and you're like oh okay and then I think they kind of shifted midway and they started to put attention more so on the coach and the Steven and the JT well coach took up so pretty much so the bulk much of the edit yeah. and if for me like if he was in, not included in the season I would have enjoyed it even more maybe mm. because I to be completely honest when I saw he was on screen I did a lot of fast forwarding I yeah. just I do not care mm-hmm. like I do not have the time in my day to listen no. to a grown ass man yeah. talk bullshit that's what it is. Yeah. It's it's not real, and it was a caricature, and then he fucking came back two seasons later. Oh my god. At and least Heroes vs. Villains wow, is his everyone. best version of himself there, because he's just like a clown who's and, not taken seriously. And then Jerry, like, automatically oh hates him, god. I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't they kind of have, like, a little bit of a flirtation I think, yeah. and then she first. either turns, or someone, or Sandra hates him, someone hates Courtney, him. Courtney, uh, oh, yeah. doesn't she, she votes for a nice fucking feather in your hair, or something like that. <laughs> So stupid. So, I would, yeah, I think you're right. I think Heroes vs. Villains is his best um, kind of, of yeah. himself. I think the JT thing that you were talking about earlier, though, kind of speaks to the male idolization mm-hmm. on the show, where mm-hmm. there's this, even without the edit and what's happening on the island, you're seeing an idolization of a one male player yeah. who becomes the man right yeah. Yeah. and especially post-merge he wins what five out of a bunch of a them, bunch yeah. of the immunity challenges which yeah. is amazing again there's he has no competition not to take away from his win because actually i didn't mind him winning i didn't no. mind it i am personally a, I a know. Stephen fishback uh, you're a fisherman right. yeah, a fisherman for life yes last time and i am a little bit like sad that it was like a blowout vote for JT. Like, literally, like, why are they even questioning them if they're just going to vote for him? But 
I'm not mad that he won. I think it's like a fine win. I just don't need another Golden Boy. No, but I think, I don't think it was Golden Boy. I think the show finally got what the audience wanted and mm. it was a good old Southern Boy mm-hmm. win. I agree. Yeah. So look at the audience who watches the show outside of us. It's yeah. mostly, uh, presumably, moms and dads yeah. in the States who are watching it and that's fine, but... I, I the show hadn't really the show tried it with Colby a few times mm-hmm. and they never got that win out of him. Yeah, they really they tried. They really got tried it. with Colby. Yeah, they're like, we gave you everything we could possibly give you. Literally, Colby just couldn't. And then we'll give you even more, and he still can't give it <laughs> yeah. to you. So they got that 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 conservative win, I yeah. guess, which is unfortunate, but he was beloved around camp, and yeah. it was no one talked shit about him. No. No one got him out, which, getting back to Tyson and Coach, I think he, they are on paper are such obvious threats that they wanted to get him out earlier, but mm-hmm. they should have got JT out. Yeah. Yeah. The one time he didn't win immunity. Yeah. But who do you think would have won if they did? That's the thing. The cast was not great. Yeah. I don't know how... Taj was not a great competitive or social player. No. I mean, the only thing that she had on her resume was creating that alliance. Yeah, absolutely. But even then, it wasn't a great, great idea, great play. Mm -hmm. It just, it didn't carry much weight, I would say, post-merge. Especially because, like, they were planning on, I think, originally sticking, um... The team that Coach was on, the tribe Coach was on, they were planning on sticking together until JT had talked to, like, Coach and Tyson Mm -hmm. and then created that alliance. And then that's when they started turning on... Coach and Tyson started turning on their tribe. But originally, Brendan... It didn't seem like Brendan was going to stick with that exile alliance. So... How great was that? I mean, it's also... I guess that's a testament to JT. It is. I, I can't take away from his win. I think he did a great job. He also <laughs> did a lot of... Well, him and Steven did a lot of uh, sewing together the yeah. pieces of the puzzle, Yeah, right? they were great together. And then you had side characters, mostly. Everyone was a side character to their story, especially from the beginning. Aaron, who was like... Oh, my gosh. A choice across the board... Aaron's I, actually I like my favorite from the show. Yeah, I How did love... she get that far? Like, I gotta give her credit. Like, she was the last Timbira standing. She, she managed to convince them to get Taj out first. She completely hated Coach and had that great moment where he was like oh my God. being dramatic about going to exile and she was like, okay, he's playing the martyr thing now. And she's got that great <laughs> voting confessional where she goes dragon slayed, which is perfect. Um, yeah, I like Erin and her, like, big hoop earrings, I think. I will say it was, again, a testament to the show and how it treats its women, not a testament to the service. Erin being dragged for saying what she said about Coach, but she was, like, completely correct. And the editing was, every time Coach was going on some fucking story, Taj was either rolling her eyes or people were laughing. But then Erin says what the audience is basically thinking, Mm -hmm. more or less. Yeah. Although I'm sure the male audience was like, oh, he's so cool and funny. There's no way people thought Coach was Trust me, you talk to straight men. Talk to your boyfriend. Let me know. Game? (laughs) No, no, he thinks Coach is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. No, he is for sure, but he speaks to a portion of an audience that's like, yeah, I'm going to buy a red Corvette when I'm 50. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and then there is Sierra. 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 Mm-hmm. Poor Sierra. Just kind of like a miserable 
She has about a four episode miserable arc. Strap throat. Yeah, she shows up with like COVID on day one of filming. (laughs) Immediately is like outcast by her tribe. And then after that, I expected her to be, and I was texting you about this, I expected her to have more of a presence on the season, but she really kind of disappears for a good chunk of it. Yeah, she doesn't get a very heavy edit unless Tyson is dragging her for something. Yeah. Which is normally nothing. I don't understand. We talked about this. I don't understand Tyson's hate for mm-hmm. Sierra. Like, unless there was something. And that's why even Jeff brings it up in the finale. Like, let's figure out why mm-hmm. everyone hates Sierra. Because it doesn't show on the show. And even in the finale, they, no one really gets to the bottom of it. No one really explains why <laughs> I think it they was hated just her. life's biggest mystery. Yeah. Why the world hates Sierra. I yeah. think at the time, she was a young yeah. woman, and she was un- in an element that she was uncomfortable in. Mm-hmm. She showed up to shoot sick, <laughs> and I also would have been a miserable yeah. person as well. Yeah. Sitting there in her striped dress. Yeah. And also like got the short end of the sick initially when she thought she was going home first, mm-hmm. based solely on uh, general appearance, and then ended up going to camp first. Yeah, But I also... I can kind of re- relate to somebody who talks before something happens. And she was like, great, I guess I'm going home and you all hate me. And then that's it. And then Jeff's like, LOL, you're going to camp first. And she's like, okay, so just remember I am sick. So whatever I'm saying is not what I mean. So it's tough. And she's also, there was the men like Tyson coach, JT, mm-hmm. Brendan, um, and Steven, who even Steven, who plays more of the geeky, nerdy type of role Mm -hmm. still falls into this masculine stereotype yeah and it's all these women who kind of just like are side characters to the men Mm -hmm. except for Taj who is mostly involved in a lot of the stuff yeah Yeah. I don't know I think she just got the poor young Mm -hmm. woman the edit and that was it she didn't have like the confidence to necessarily like win in any argument and I think that the men kind of preyed on her for that but I will say that I love how Tyson went home instead of her. I love whenever oh. someone like survives what looks like uh, is going to be their own boot episode. So yeah. it's set up like, oh, Sierra's done. Sierra's done. And then somehow she finds a way of just kind of squeaking by. That is like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Or I agree. when um, Debbie and Coach try to get Sierra to go back with them mm-hmm. after they completely outcasted her and made her feel like garbage for voting against Coach. Yeah. And then they're like, oh... Timbira strong, right? And she's like, what? what? Like, no. Mm-hmm. And then they like freak out on her. And I just think that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, it gets back to like this idea that it's same with Big Brother. Everyone has to vote with the house or everyone has yeah. to agree with the yeah. same I thing. I hate that. That's so boring. I mean, awesome. I would be the asshole on the show. I can relate to Sierra, like, or and even Aaron. There is a bag in my house that's moving. It's, we're just going to ignore it. There. <laughs> Is that expectancy to like not really speak out and just go along with things. And then if you're a woman who speaks out on the show, you're automatically portrayed as the person who's just not going along with things and doesn't get along with it. Well, they voted her out because she was causing drama at camp. Who's actually causing drama at camp? It was Coach. Coach. Coach is like... Like we all (laughs) saw the same show, right? Yeah. 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 (sighs) Anyone who wears jeans Mm. to... An island is automatically yeah. a boot for me. Why do you think? Okay, my they mom wear and what I, they wear. <laughs> yeah, so my mom and I kind of um, thought about this, and I think they must be wearing exactly what they wore on the plane. 
Uh, I know that they have like, to like get their outfit approved by the network, and I know that they're told specifically like no like, logos, no. no logos, and also like you have to wear something that is similar to your starting tribe's color. Yes, the colors. I read yeah. that too. So black. if like your buff is black, then they're gonna be like wear black. But the outfits, mm-hmm. men but wait, so in does that that... suits, women in heels. Like yeah. what? Where is that coming from? They must be coming from somewhere and not expecting to go straight to the they're, island. Yeah. At that well, there's point. been like seasons past we recently watched. It's like they think they're going to the yeah. past photo shoot, but they're going straight to the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I were ever to go on Survivor, I'm, I'm always be in sportswear. Yeah. Always, yeah. always, fully ready. I yeah, no heels for me. I don't wear heels. Mm-hmm. To be I've always, I've always said if I was in Big Brother, I would only live in like sportswear because if I have to start running right after a veto, yeah, like or like a vote out, and yeah. then Julie's like, guys, you now have to hang off this wall for ten hours. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I didn't have jeans on. Well, that's like, um, I was watching uh, on Twitter, casting, Robin Cass, she posted these videos of like tips for sending in audition tapes. Um, Arissa made like a a thread of them for BB Can because their auditions opened. Mm -hmm. And um, one of them, Cass was just like, do not send us videos of you and your athleisure and be like, oh, you're going to see me like this all the time No, Anyways, well, I can't go. Whoops. Yeah, they're like, we don't want to see that. Jordan is Do deleting his hair. audition tape Do right now. Makeup. <laughs> yeah, apparently they... So, casting tip, if anybody... Go glam. <laughs> it's so open. weird. I just... I just... Uh, apply to be part of Kelly's uh, TV studio audience. Oh, oh I they... thought you were going to say Big Brother Canada. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, oh. No one needs to see me in that kind of capacity. <laughs> um... But they're doing what some of the talk shows are doing, the screen TV screen audience. Yeah. So you have to fill out, like, why you want to be. And then one of the questions is, like, why do you love Kelly? And mm-hmm. I, I go, inarguably, I'm her biggest fan. I do have a tattoo on my leg from one of her songs. da 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 And I was just like, you know what? This is, I'm going to bet my bet. Mm-hmm. But, like, does that even guarantee me a spot in this? No. So clearly wearing athleisure wear to apply for Survivor yeah. is not going to give you... It's what not. You want. It's not. You you might think that it may, but, but it <laughs> You'd won't. be surprised. Yeah. Actually, fun fact about submitting something. I applied like back in high school or something. I'm or maybe already. it was when I came back. I applied to some sort of contest through Much Music to um, for the Much Music Awards to like watch Ed Sheeran's performance. Oh my god! And you had to like write about. Like, why you love Ed Sheeran, whatever. I have no idea what I wrote. I don't remember how I applied, but somehow I got it. Oh. Yeah, and I ended up going to this little intimate Ed Sheeran performance by myself. I was I was riddled with anxiety. <laughs> I, I don't like doing anything by myself. <laughs> I, got, I showed up anyways, and that's the one and only thing I've ever won in my whole life. Wait, was it, like, for TV? Slash, so what, I don't is there a video that we can watch? Like, I don't think you can watch a video of me... But I'm sure of Ed during that performance. It's probably somewhere. I love, like, I went to see, uh, this is just becoming a Kelly podcast for me today. I went to see her on Much Music, but it was, like, during the My Life Would Suck Without You era. Mm-hmm. So the, like, it was the MO, Much On Demand. This is yeah. very Canadian for any Americans. <laughs> yeah. Listening. yeah. Everyone's like, like, what? Much music? Yeah. What's that? Much Music was RMTV, and there was, like, uh a live show in the afternoon after school at Did four you guys watch the Quest for the New VJ? I grew, oh, yeah. I okay. grew up yeah. on much music. But <laughs> mm-hmm. the Quest for the VJ was during, but like, Tim's... the Christmas to New Year's break. 
Right? Am I wrong? I don't remember when it was on. I was in grade six. That's all I remember. We which, are which one BJ. For Tim. Oh, yeah. I remember Tim. Because mm-hmm. I remember it being talked about in Mr. Cloverdale's class that Tim won um, the new BJ one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Matt Babel and Liam Miller. Liam Matt Babel and Milton, TBT. Liam Miller's, who is best friends with Hilary Duff. Yes. Still? Hil- I'm sure they must be. I was literally thinking about it the other day, but they, because Hillary filmed, like, I think Cinderella Story, Cheaper by the Dozen, and all those things. Wow, what things. a great run. They were, yeah. She really was run. working. <laughs> what a film career. <laughs> yeah. We're all filmed in and around Ontario yeah. or Canada. Yeah, Cheaper by the Dozen Hamilton. was, yeah. Yeah, Super by the Dozen was Muskoka, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then she would always, like, go by much because of the music career. And mm-hmm. then her and Leia just, like, started doing, like, one-off episodes together and, like, yeah. like bits. And then they became wow. good friends. Yeah. Anyway, remember. that's your much music lore. Yeah. Music corner, yeah. <laughs> that's our segment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> M-O-D. Is there anything else from this season, as I always ask? Um, I think, weren't we talking about the gay of the season, Spencer? Who okay, oh, yes. Right. Oh my god. I've... Also at the time the youngest uh competitor on the show. How old is he? Nineteen. Well, okay, so that kind of makes up for the thing that he says when he says he in his boot episode really, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful ode they gave to him. That he didn't want to come out to his fellow tribe mates because he felt him being gay was neither a service or disservice to yeah. his gameplay. So he decided to play straight, which was clearly a service to his gameplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't offended by what he said. I was just like, I mean, we've all been there before you come out. You kind of yeah. like yeah. decide and pick and choose who you may want to tell and you feel comfortable around. I just was a bit like, okay, like, it, it, I, I don't know why you're saying yeah. this. I think it was like he kind of captures that moment uh like I guess it was 2009 or something. I think that was like the large, or at least I remember kind of feeling the same way about like my sexuality of like, well, it's not really like who I am, so I don't really have to like publicize it that much. I don't know. Watching him, I kind of got flashbacks to like that no. turn of the century, I want to say, before things got really more uh, accepting. I mean, it's hard and I understand his, mm-hmm. like, what you just said. I also agree with that, but... Again, to be the one queer person on the mm-hmm. show, in addition to the other minorities on the show who are all one-offs, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's a weight on your shoulders that your one boot episode is then dedicated to your yeah. story about being queer, but then choosing not to come out. It's mm-hmm. just like if there was three gay people on the show, they at least were they going to package them all in one episode? Yeah. Like it's a bit he, hard. He has a good like Dalton Ross Entertainment Weekly interview where he was talking about like. How uh, apparently he was an alternate and he was told 24 hours before they flew everyone out that he was on the cast. Like he wasn't going to be on the show. I guess he replaced someone else last minute. And he basically said like, I wish that I had gone in like being more uh, open about who I was and not being afraid of like what my grandma would see on TV and whatnot. But I guess he was also so young at the time. Like, you know, like I would want no one to ever see me on TV at Mm. 19 or Mm. let alone 30 years old. But you, at that age, you are still, if you yeah. might be, I was still in the closet. You're still figuring yeah. stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I understand it. I would, I don't know. I remember after the show, he went on to date uh, Todd from Survivor <gasps> China for a couple of years, I want to say. Did he? Yeah, they aren't together anymore, but it no. was like a gay Survivor power <gasps> couple. Do they meet at like Survivor yeah. parties? Yes, like, there's like a lot of... Parties. Yeah. 
there's yeah once you kind of uh are on the show i saw this in an interview with a past contestant it's like all of a sudden you are um inducted into this reality tv fraternity Community. where it's kind of like big brother yeah, as well you all, all sudden, know each yeah. other you go to the same events you go to like yeah. these uh like charity, charity events and yeah. yeah fascinating i know and like, yeah there's a lot of like inter because mm-hmm. even um what season was i watching it's further along okay the first girl that out this season carolyn carolyn oh yeah. uh Carol- carolina carolina mm-hmm. so she ends up dating this guy rhino mm-hmm. ryan O. yeah they called him rhino same um later season so like oh frick i forget what season it is but at the live reunion show just like oh rhino like you're dating someone too and he's like yeah like carolina in the audience and Everyone's like, who's Carolina? Because obviously she's yeah. the first one out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's how you meet. Like, you can be the first one out and you're still yeah. into this community. They mm-hmm. ended up, he ended up proposing to her on this live show. They're not together anymore. No. Well, but, anyone um, who proposes yeah. to on a live show. Except Rob and Amber. Yeah. JT, apparently, after the show, there's like rumors that he and Sugar hooked up. That, he that did. Yeah. fully tried. That and then going into heroes versus villains, here they are on the same tribe, and then Sugar gets out first because probably JT had a. No, didn't they date after heroes versus villains? Isn't that how it they was... met? No, no, it was before. I think it was kind of scandalous where. Oh. Yeah. Someone was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so much. There's breaking there's news lot. here on TTV. Oh. No, I'm just saying um, this relationship stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot. Uh, wait, Josh, did we? I feel like your segment, your new segment, mm-hmm. was kind of interrupted. Oh, no, like, I don't even literally... know how, but you didn't tell us, like, who are these articles about? What other fun facts did oh. you find out about um, these well, old players? Like, Sierra, as I said, owns a winery. Yeah. Um, who else was there? This is a portion segment, Zagari. It's oh every gosh. week. We can't do it all now. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it every week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tune in next week, and I'll try and do better homework. You'll find but... out more. Yeah, I'll well, do some I more mean, digging. Fun facts. I have some fun facts about mm-hmm. this season. Mm. Well, not about this season, but more the players. So JT goes on to have like a DUI or something eventually. Mm-hmm. Ends up having run-ins with the law. Actually, Russell Hans has a YouTube channel. What? He has a YouTube channel. It's obviously horrible. No, we will not edited. be streaming. I do not, not like, endorse it. Yeah. No, but he his whole thing is when I'm on Survivor, I'm playing a character. Oh, I'm so tired of this. Mm. Right. So, arguably, not to his defense, his YouTube channel, he does seem like a completely different person than what we've seen on Survivor. I'm not going to mm. defend him in any way, but he has a YouTube channel about like the ten, like top ten past Survivor players who have had like run-ins with the law or whatever and JT was one of them mm. but um, Stephen Fishback officiated his wedding Russell? No, sorry, JT Oh, oh that's nice <laughs> So yeah. sweet And JT was also at Fishback's recent wedding They got married He mm-hmm. got married recently So they're still friends This all screams to me like when when <laughs> When you work at a job and employees always want you to go for drinks after. Yeah. Mm. But you're like, no, we were on Survivor together. That was our job. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. But this seems to be a fraternity. 
No, it is. But I think that they had a genuine friendship. And you can yeah. see that in the final tribal yeah. council, their little like brotherly spat. It's, yeah, it's very lover's quarrel. I yeah. loved that. Exactly, yeah. lover's quarrel. I loved that moment. It was so I haven't raw. said anything bad about you so far tonight. I said that one thing. Yeah, yeah that was pure... <laughs> it was homoerotic for me. Yes, that was amazing. I loved that <laughs> That scene. was the beginning of a Sean Cody, yeah. Sean Cody yeah. porn. <laughs> And um, they've been uh, friends ever since. That's nice. Well, friends. We don't know how. More than friends? No, More just than kidding. friends? They are. Knows. They were at each other's straight wedding. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> this is taking a turn. Um, <laughs> Anyways. I think that's it? I, I think, think that's so. it. Yeah. That's a good, uh, not a good. That was great. Timing of the Russell Hans of it all because the next oh. season is Russell's first season. That's his first season. That's, and it's arguably it. like a, a season of the show that like will change how yeah, the show operates point. yeah for sure it's because he starts doing his things that he does yes He's, he starts Russell Hansing and oh. yeah. a lot of yeah a lot of people start um trying trying to play this that is, way yeah. like Tony Oh. Yeah, you could, you could say that his. I was gonna say is influenced by. Yeah, is influenced by Razzle. He really, I mean, as evil and outrageous as he is, he he's done. He did a lot for the show. Like we've had like <laughs> hidden immunity idols for like eight seasons now, but like this is the this beginning season. of like. Hidden immunity idols on Survivor. Like yeah, here they is, are, and there's yeah. more, and, there's and if one. you are not playing one, then you are not playing Survivor. Exactly. Like, like what have we? We haven't yeah. really seen. I guess was there even one played this? Season? Okay, yeah, Brendan got like Tosh had it. Yes, yeah, and then she made the fake one too, which was yeah. a cute little scene. The fake <laughs> one? Did the fake one get played? No, no, so no one played it. it. No, but this is also like several seasons of, in a row of everyone playing like Michael's store employee, like putting crafts yeah. together to make their own. <laughs> <laughs> their own idols yeah. which is a bit annoying to me because yeah. I'm like guys like I, I don't care unless yeah. it's a stick unless it's a fucking stick so unless it's a fucking stick I don't want to see yeah. it well unless it also gets played then then you're not giving obviously me obviously iconic you made an yeah. idol it got played you legendary got what you wanted. great for you <laughs> but if it's not then yeah, yeah maybe a waste of time and energy yeah and I'm resources very, and yeah yes. that wood for fire yeah I'm not sitting there oh my god uh, coach's stick that he made oh, at the exile. walking stick just like <laughs> hobbling back in if I was there and I was Wait, Aaron his back his oh, back too. His don't don't call medical, or else I'll be I'll be taken out right away. Okay, I did relate though when he fell from yeah. the thing. I You're was like, like, "Wow, that's me." This that's is me getting off the couch now. Representation <laughs> of Jordan. Melodrama. Yeah. Oh no, as oh. as a melodrama person, I, yeah. I totally I, I saw the parallels, yeah. but I was like, I don't need to see but myself. But it's the delusion no, of it for all. Sure. It, yeah, the I fact can't. that he actually believed that medevac would think his back. He's in dire need to leave because he's gonna die mm-hmm. because of his back. Like it's just the delusion. Just keep get him out. This is why you get cast on reality mm-hmm. TV. Oh, you know who else I can't wait for you to meet? Who? Philip. Oh, if you don't already no. know Philip. <laughs> Philip no. is argue like is worse than coach. If you. Oh my god. The Philip coach of bad. it all, as you guys of it all. The of yeah. it all. I've I've taken this from TTV. <laughs> um, gets one-upped yeah. by the Philip. Like, we're, so we're heading into, like, certain seasons with certain characters who are just awful. Well, I think... 
I don't know. Like, we'll wrap up here, but I think this was when reality TV was really fucking taking it uh, taking off. We mm-hmm. had Jersey Shore. We had The Hills Jersey wrapping Shore. up. Yeah. We had Housewives just starting, kind of. And you had those... Character. You had the Snooki. You had yeah. the singular characters, right? Yeah. yeah. The show so definitely I, starts looking for its characters. Yeah, you're starting to cast what you think will make an eventual Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. contestant. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Wow, that was a long one, but that yeah. was a great episode. We went to Brazil and back. Yeah. Um, Gahari, any final notes? Um, uh, no. I'm <laughs> okay. okay. I'm really Period. excited for I think I'm okay. Chris Hanna to be on. Yes, yes, as we mentioned, our dear friend... Chris Hanna. Sarah Gahari's love of her life. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Hanna will be joining us for Heroes vs. Villains. He has been watching it for what's yeah. felt like five weeks. He yeah. watches an episode He's every four days. He's been taking notes. Yeah. So, so is this his first time watching first time. No, he watched oh, yeah. Winners at War with us oh, when it was on. Oh, he watched Winners at yeah. War. Oh my gosh. When you guys get to that, you guys can talk about Richard Hatch's... Uh... Did you watch his like little interview oh. with his conspiracy? Yeah. Like, okay. like, thanks, Rich. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, he watched. We were doing Zoom watches for that one, which was nice. And mm-hmm. we, he is enjoying this, but has a lot of like very Chris Hanna notes so far. So I'm excited to get there. I'm yeah. excited to listen. Yeah, um, we're teasing the episode yeah, after next already. The, really. We're skipping. Season Gotta 19. get through 19. <laughs> we have to get through 19. I know. Um, thank you so much, Kahari. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so it's much for having me back on. Always a delight. Always a joy. Always a joy. We'll talk, talk to you about you your next appearance. Well, Seasons are getting bleak, so... That's what I mean. We're gonna go... <laughs> yeah. It's going into a bit of a dry spell, I feel like, after... Oh, good. I can't wait. I mean, you know, we still have Nicaragua, which we like. That's what I mean. After, I think, Philippines. Yeah. Yeah. It goes into a wamp wamp for me. I'm gonna say the 30s are a rough patch. But okay. the early 20s, real rough. Early 20s, real rough. Well, what? Like what? Redemption Island. Is that early 20s? South Pacific. So, oh, so one world, so which Kim amazing. I don't know. I'm rambling. Now, I like but... one world. Oh, I've I watched like one, one world. world. You've watched. I one liked world. one world. Yeah, it's not great, it's but a... Kim is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's also one of those shows that's not highly remembered. Rated. No, yeah, and because women, because like... the well, the, it yeah. ends with like, doesn't it end with mostly women? Yeah, yeah. It's a great show for women. Yeah. It really is. And it does have great gameplay. I don't know what people are going on about. Anyways, maybe I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure, I feel like in 40 seasons, two episodes of me on it is... It's kind of iconic if you ask yeah. me. You are a returning uh, player yeah, just well, like at this point. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much. Thank um, you. And I hope you guys enjoy... Uh, Samoa. Listening to Token Chains and um, yeah, you guys enjoy yeah. Samoa. I genuinely don't. Re- I've only ever seen it once when it was live. It live. We're live. When it was airing live on the television, that's the only time I've seen the season, and the only person I remember from the season is obviously Russell. Yeah. I could not tell you a single other soul on that season so maybe i'll watch it with you guys do it come on this journey with us we can are we living or are we dancer we can yeah. watch it together <laughs> yeah so that i know what you guys are talking about yeah yeah well okay thanks, thank you sarah Steve. thank you thanks sarah thanks for and having me happy halloween happy halloween <laughs> say halloween <laughs>
Happy quarantine, Howard. Yeah. Are you guys doing anything? No. No. Well, I'll be watching... I My tradition is Pizza Hut, I order, and then I watch Hocus Pocus, Practical Magic, and the first yeah. Halloween. Practical Magic. First Halloween movie. I, <laughs> I am a cliche want... upon cliches. <laughs> I want curtain bangs, like the Practical Magic gals. Mm-hmm. No one will ever give me curtain bangs because they claim my forehead's too Your forehead's small. too small. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say. <laughs> it's not even... As someone with a ginormous forehead, I could say that. Yeah, it's too small. But, like, who cares? Curtain I'm paying bangs. you to cut my hair. Yeah. Just give me what I want. Just try it. That's first choice haircutters. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's too professional. They think their professional opinion matters more than what I'm paying them. So... And that's it, actually. We'll end there. Um, Bye. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Jordan. We'll tally the votes next time. Yeah. See everyone next week. (laughs) Play us out. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom.